0: Why not a queer podcast? Welcome all- Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Todd, and I'm Jeremy Williams, and you're listening to Wine. Why not a queer podcast? Episode 31. <laughs> I don't. I mean, oh, it's old. It's old hat these days. You know, it just. It, we come in, we shoot our shit, and <laughs> then we're out. It was
1: probably old hat
0: 20 episodes
1: ago. <laughs> This I is like really old hat. I don't think the audience is really sitting back saying, Ooh, I wonder what they'll say about thirty one. Thirty days have
0: September, April, June, and November. All the rest and why why not have thirty <laughs> one.
1: You know what's funny is um I was I was at a a birthday dinner recently and everyone was asked how old the birthday girl was. All the other women in the circle I'm 29
0: for the third time, <laughs> for the second time. Uh, that is not at all an old and a delightful joke. Every time it's said, <laughs>
1: just reminded me like episode
0: 29. We were talking about that. So it's fantastic, and and I mean it, it's it goes outside um, gal pals. Um, every gay man I know is on their 27th birthday plus. <laughs> It's like a streaming service for homosexuals. Is this because
1: you only know one gay man and it's really Chris? No. I mean, I don't want
0: to c- put people on blast, but uh, happy 29th plus what six? Brandon Wolf? I think oh. I saw. <laughs> George Wallace, happy 28th birthday plus. Hmm?
1: That's funny. Uh,
0: I hope both of you listen. Send us an email. Oh, yeah. tell, us
1: what you, tell us what you tell Jeremy <laughs> tell, what you tell think me if about you like what that he said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nobody wants to be in their 30s unless you're in your 40s. Then you were then you look back and you're like, "Damn, my 30s were good." I think
1: it goes like this. Right. You want to stay in your 20s. When you're in your 30s, you want to forget you're in your 30s. And when you're in your 40s, you want to say, you know what, I'll take my 30s back. But after your 40s, I think you yeah. stop really giving a shit.
0: Yeah. Then you're looking in the other direction and right. you're like, oh, like, I hope I'll, I'll just, make it to 80. I'll take what I can get.
1: <laughs> it's so weird that I were having this conversation last night because he's like 17 years younger than I am. And he was saying something about how he didn't anticipate he would live to a certain age or something like that. And I was like, well, you, you can live in – so you can die at 83. You have to live until you're 83. And he was like, why? I like, because I'll be 100. And he was like, oh, and, and you need somebody to change your diapers or something like that? And I said – I was like, no, because I'm pretty sure I'll be gone by then, and that way I'll go first. And he was like, oh. But, yeah, I mean, when you get after when, – when you pass 45, you start approaching 50, I think you start thinking about yeah. how many years you got left.
0: It's funny because you always hear, particularly with couples or like good close friends groups or family, where they're like, I hope I go first because I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle you going. I want everyone in my life to know, I hope you all go first too. I <laughs> I want to be alive and I want to see it all happen. I, I don't know what happens after death and I
1: don't want to know. So I want to live to be 120. Yeah, but you know what happens? You know what happens alive. Now, what if you're alive and you're alone? Like, that's to me, that's the worst. I'll make new friends. I mean, <laughs> will I? You gotta be careful of that. Like, are they, people who are making new friends in the villages are getting new things along Ooh, with that. I got so, loofahs in all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, fascinating. Yeah. I, I just want to point out to everybody is a little housekeeping things, right? We yeah. usually like to say at this point, um, you know, shoot us an email. If you're listening, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think we should be talking about. I've decided I'm going to do sound effects you're while you're about. talking. So right. say, go back and say, uh, send us an email. Hey, folks, send us an email. <laughs> what do they call that? Your foley artist? Oh yeah, yeah. I um. Are they on strike? No, <laughs> no. You can make so all they're, the. They're just sound they're sound making effects noise. Making all the noises, getting ready. Uh, <laughs> they're doing all the sound effects for the AI bots who are going to replace all the actors. <laughs> So shoot us an email, WWN at watermarkonline.com. Maybe follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's my age, but
0: it's been – I used to – I had an Instagram when it first – when Instagram first became a thing. And now it's like, oh, all the hip kids are getting an Instagram. And I got rid of it. I don't – you know, I just use it for Watermark's purposes. We have an Instagram. So I went to sign us up, and it's a confusing process. And I don't know if it's a confusing process because – just that's how meta is or if i'm just old but it kept saying i have to send a verification code to you and it never did and then i said refresh and send me another one and it never did so um i'm going to get with one of the uh But how do you know it didn't? Cuz i checked my email that i had put it, you have to put your email oh, in to say I hey thought...
1: <laughs> i i swear i thought you were saying that it had to send a code to me Oh, because you were like because I had to send you a code, and I'm like, oh. how do you know I didn't get it? You, as
0: in a third person, the computer, <laughs> me. Anyway, the codes never came, so I'm working on it. Fingers crossed. I think it will be up and running today, and then, then I conquer threads.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't we're, we don't have we don't X do we? We're not Xers. No, we are X Xers.
0: Um, we went dark on. Um, the platform formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> um, in March or April, when they uh, when they pulled their trans rights uh, support policy, um, so we we don't use X.
1: I think X is going to be like new Coke. Yeah, you know, like people are just aren't going to call it what they want it to be called.
0: Oh, I thought you meant they were going to get Michael
1: Jackson to sponsor it. <laughs> Why, when they have Elon Musk? <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Uh, so, so shoot us an email, shoot us an email, maybe tomorrow, follow us on the Instas. Yes. Um, but the other thing, speaking of technology and issues, it has been a struggle today. Um, we record these in our office now, um, because it makes it super easy and we figured out how to do it. It was great. Except today, for whatever reason, we plugged it in, thankfully, uh, plugged it in really early to test it out. It wasn't working. So we have a new way we're doing it and we sound super weird to each other or to ourselves we sound weird to ourselves there's
0: like a a feedback or something however we sound normal to the other one and when we played back a test it sounded normal so hopefully you all are listening to us and we both sound normal
1: and if we don't blame daisy yes she helped us set it up very nice yes step away from her regular duties at watermark
0: we're mul- we-, we wear many hats. Old hats here at Watermark. Regular. I said regular duties. <laughs>
1: uh, Watermark, <clears throat> your daily probiotic. Ooh. So uh, what would you do this week? Anything fun?
0: What did I do? This week um, consisted of, of uh, me trying to get new contact lenses i wear glasses i've worn glasses since i was You're 12 you wearing them right now I, currently at this time i am wearing glasses um but uh as anybody who wears glasses i like to have contact lenses as backups you know sometimes particularly during this summer it is because i've been without contact lenses and i've been like oh i need to make a eye appointment so i can go get them done because the moment you step out of any building here in florida this past summer uh, and most of the year in Florida, your glasses fog up and then you have to pull them off and then you have to wait for them to defog and you can't see anything and you just look like Mr. Magoo uh, feeling your way into the building. Um, so I finally made the appointment and I went and they put my new magic eyes in and I could see and they had sat me at the desk and they're like, okay, here's, we, you know, did the exam and everything and handed me the contacts. So I had my glasses off and everything just looks like a blur. It's actually terrifying when I don't have my glasses on. Because everybody's face just kind of washes out to this fuzzy mess. And it just has two giant black holes where the eyeball should be. And it looks like aliens. I don't believe aliens exist. I believe everyone who has ever seen an alien (laughs) just has astigmatism. (laughs) And they're just seeing these regular people who are like, are you okay? And they're like, giant dark holes where their eyes should be. So they give me the contacts. And I pop them in at the little, you know, they have, have the little mirror at the desk and the guy's talking to you while you're trying to put your contacts in. It's like, dude, shut up. I got this. So I put them in. And uh, he's like, how do they feel? Look around. And I look to my right. And one of the most gorgeous men I have ever seen in my life is sitting there. And I made the weirdest <laughs> sound. I was like, my eyes. I was like, ah. I looked to the right. And he's like, are they okay? I was like, they're perfect. <laughs>
1: They make people beautiful. <laughs> They're perfect
0: magic eyes, and I love them. Um, but uh, I think the guy knew that I that, uh, was towards him because within, like, 30 the, seconds, he was up, and he's like, all right, I'm good. I'll see you later. Thank uh, you. And he, he left.
1: He did not do a Kleenex or anything.
0: Nope, he made me. I made him very uncomfortable, and he probably went to – because I was at Target Optical um, – uh, because uh, our, our vision insurance uh, is accepted there, um, so he probably packed up his bags, left for I don't know Lens Crafters, or somebody else, whoever. Um, so yeah, that was. A I, good I go time. to Lens Crafters. So they don't <laughs> cater to homos. Ah, uh, he was beautiful though, beautiful man. If you're listening, then you're probably gay. <laughs> Shoot us an email. Um, yeah, we don't
1: really hide that in the title. No, no.
0: So, um, so I did that. Contacts are ordered, so um, here in the next week or so, uh, I'll probably start wearing contacts more on a regular basis, just in time for the fall to come. And it's a li- it's not less hot, but it'll be a little less humid, I guess. So, um, other than that, um, I was supposed to go up to Georgia to see my family, uh, my younger brother, uh, who just started dating uh, this young woman. Uh, we'll just date about a month, month and a half. Um, two months. I don't know. Time is all relative.
1: Um, <laughs> they started dating yesterday. They picked up their U-Haul. Go, go meet are, the family. They are lesbians.
0: No. Um, and they so they, they were, my brother was introducing her to the family this weekend for the first time. And I was going to go up there and I became ill and could not make it up there. So instead of engaging in a lot of family fun and maybe a little gossip, who knows? I don't, I don't know how my mother felt about her yet, and I don't know how she felt about my mother. So maybe
1: the family fun is they gossiped about you. <gasps> mm. Mm. You know what? It hurts because you're probably right. <laughs> um, so they were like, "Did you hear? Did uh, Jeremy has COVID?"
0: <gasps> you know what? That I talked because my mother called me. And she goes, "Joey tells me you're not coming up." I was like, "Yeah, I'm sick." And she goes, "Get COVID tested." And I was like, I don't think it's COVID, Ma. She goes, you can't be sure. So I said, okay, so I will get a co. <laughs> As I what? sit across from you, <laughs> it w- okay. I don't want to get detailed because the last time I got detailed about a sickness on one of oh. these podcasts, my brother said, please don't talk about that. But it was a, it was a stomach bug. That's all I'll say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a bad stomach bug. Um, Chris, my roommate, came back uh, last week. He came back feeling kind of cruddy and had a bad stomach uh, bug. So I think it's just a stomach flu that he had, and he passed it on to me. Um, so my weekend went from hanging with my family to uh, me and one. We have this little uh, recliner couch, and me in one recliner, him in the other, uh, with blankets, uh, soup, and uh, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> and we spent the whole weekend watching reruns of Tosh Point oh. So that oh, was that's my weekend. A good show. It was. I didn't oh, we realize. Didn't talk about him. Um, he went off the air. He, he They did 11 seasons of the show. And COVID has just kind of thrown off my entire timetable on things. And I don't know when anything started, when anything finished. But um, I, for some reason in my mind, got it set that he had stopped doing his show like in 2013, 2014. And that he's been off the air for like 10 years. He just went off the air like two years ago. Oh, really? He was doing the show up until two years ago. And I was like, so we were watching episodes. Um, that I had never seen before and they were hilarious and he's hilarious and he's like almost 50 and looks real good like he looks like he's in his early 30s and I'm yeah. like
1: damn. You know what's funny about that we was in the car yesterday about age uh, I was in the car yesterday and Dylan said how old Cause we were listening to Miss Saigon yeah that's what I do. And he said, how old is Leah Salonga? She's got to be getting up there in age, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's probably like 60 or something like that. And and I was like, well, let's think of it this way. Like in 91, when it came out, she mm-hmm. was like 18 years old. Yeah. And so, and I started doing the math. And he goes, okay. So she was 18 on the year I was born. <gasps> Ugh. I'm 31. Anyway, the math comes out too. She and I are like the same age. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? She's not getting up there in age. She's young and she's beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know who else that happened to me with? Um, guess who is two years younger than me? Henry Cavill. Oh, really? And that masculine, manly-looking man. I mean, he just, I don't know, he looks permanently 45. Like, distinguished and chiseled and...
1: uh there's that sound again. I <laughs> <laughs> feel like I just popped my contacts in all over again. So, um, Tosh is really like a broy kind of a show. Oh,
0: total bro. Um, Tosh is the kind of thing that I would have watched when I was in the military um, to let all the
1: other service members know, bro, I'm straight. <laughs> right, which is weird because it's kind of, it's kind of like sexual fluid, isn't it? Sexually fluid. His, like, that by you mean Tosh? Yeah, I yeah, mean, probably. Yeah, I mean, he makes a lot of jokes about he does. He's like, very I bang ed- that he's, guy or Yeah, he's edgy
0: guy. comedian, but he's very, uh, he's very, um, uh, open and accepting more so than ever being accused of being homophobic or transphobic. He, his comedy has been criticized for being sexist,
1: <laughs> you think?
0: But, you know, I, it, I think it's mostly like, um, uh, who's that one guy? Anthony Jeselnik. I think it's done in just as, um, like, parody of a bro. Um, I don't think he's actually that way. Um, the One of the episodes I watched, if you were a fan of his show at all, um, he had his dog, uh, Castro, on his show all the time. And the uh, season premiere of the very last season um, is him talking about how his dog died. And he gets, like, he's getting choked up talking about the dog, and I've never seen him, like, he's trying to be funny,
1: and he's trying to do the show thing, but you can see he's near tears. Did you look at Chris and say, he has an abnormal relationship with this dog? I looked at Chris and I said,
0: I think bro is fucking his dog. Um, No, no. I showed respect for the
1: Tosh. What was the... What was that one show? We You talked about it briefly uh, as something you had done in one of your weeks on a previous podcast. Was there a show where a guy had sex with an octopus?
0: No, but that is a movie we need to watch. It's a documentary, My f-
1: My Favorite Octopus or My oh, no. Something... This is they were talking about this at this breakfast or at this birthday dinner I was at and I I had completely misinterpreted what you had said and I was like yeah he like he has sex with it doesn't he and they're like no he just they become best friends He and has
0: I'm- a romantic relationship with this octopus. Now this is based off of what I've read and what I've seen in the trailer. I haven't watched the movie yet. But everything written about it is about how he has an unhealthy I mean he's not like sticking his thing inside of the octopus but he is like embracing it. they're spooning on the bottom of the ocean floor um
1: they're you know going on dates (laughs) he
0: introduced his octopus to his family
1: what did did the octopus eat on date because at this party we were Mm -hmm. eating octopus which is why which is why i thought of it
0: you know what we're gonna i'm gonna find that movie. I'm i'm gonna actually watch it this week and i will report back next week whether he has an unhealthy relationship with that octopus or not,
1: I would like for you to know that your opinion of this movie, I will not listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: Your, I
1: your credibility on my listen. On opinion listen, the I just is... want
0: to put this out there. This week and the last couple of weeks, except for Red, White, World, Blue, I will stand by that as an amazing piece of cinema. Um. I Hey, there's a writers and an actors strike. We are very limited in what
1: we can cover. I'm sorry you had to watch this
0: movie. It wasn't
1: all bad? It it certainly wasn't. There were some abs. All bad. Some good abs. You sound like Ron DeSantis describing civil war. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all bad. Um
0: all right. Anyway, how was your week? It speaking
1: was, of octopus sex, it was, okay. how was your week? my it was a it was a week um, that was technically challenged. Challenged so was, by who? <laughs> by the technology. <laughs> oh. It was a battle of me and technology. Oh, I got gotcha. and I'll tell you what. I felt really good about it because i I was winning that battle. <clears throat> um, as you are aware, but our our um, our listeners may not be aware, we have this phone system at Watermark that is antiquated hell it's not antiquated though that's the thing is it's supposed to be like this wonderful thing and it's these desktop phones that are voice over ip and you're supposed to be able to unplug the phone and take it wherever you want to go and do whatever you want to do and it's supposed to be this great thing right you you can always keep your phone number with you and go wherever you want to go yeah but they're landlines no they're voice over ip they're cable those aren't landlines no they're internet oh yeah. Wow, shows my
0: age. I assumed any phone on your desk was a landline.
1: No, because the, the cat five line goes into it, right? And but but we've had nothing but problems. If the mm-hmm. power goes out and comes back on and, and anything on the modem changes, then all of a sudden none of the phones work. And also, and, and I think it's so irritating that the, he's a lovely guy who helped us set it up. He helps us with a lot of different things, and um, and he doesn't charge us, which is awesome. And um, but Everyone loves free. Super nice guy. Um, but I think he even gets irritated with the phone because <laughs> he's <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, we're having this issue. And he's like, I'll try this. And I'm like, no, that didn't work. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> I'm like, I feel your pain, man. I hate them. So I've been threatening for – you know, a year now to try to change the phone system. And yes. so I finally just decided to set aside a day and I set up a whole new phone system and it's all, it's computer based, right? So it's still like internet based phones, but it's all going to come into the computers. No more desktop phones. You take where wherever you have this app, you will have a phone. And I think, you know, it, so far it works and I understand it completely. So if it doesn't work, hopefully I'm yeah. going to fix it. I love that you did this
0: for the main reason of today, I got a gift. I got new headphones because they go with this phone system and I'm super excited to try them. They're very game-like. They have the that head, uh, the little microphone on them that comes down.
1: Yeah, so you can take orders at the drive-thru.
0: Yep. Um, they might migrate home with me at night so that I can uh, plug them into my PS5 and, and game with the bros.
1: <laughs> Yo, bro, did you see Tosh? It was awesome. <laughs> Lee I just Roy want to be one of
0: Jenkins. them. I'm trying to make new friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that why you? Re- is that the real reason that you're getting contacts, meeting new people? You know, putting yourself out I w- there more. You know,
0: I um, I'm a very private person.
1: <laughs> I know, I know you've been on dates you haven't talked about uh, one of them. Yeah,
0: I've been on a couple of dates. I got, I've, st- I downloaded some of the apps. I had originally de- deleted the apps, and I was like, you know what? I don't need a man. Um, I can just I, – I, I have a fractured husband is what I call it. Um, anything – all these uh, attributes that you need in a husband, I lock it onto one individual, and that person handles that portion of my husband. So I have my day-to-day husband, who is Chris, who basically just nags at me, and I nag at him, and we watch TV, and we order takeout, and we complain that the other one doesn't put the toilet seat down. Then I have – my um uh date night husband who i go to just i have a a guy who i just go to the movies with (laughs) and we hang out we get popcorn and we chit chat about movies brother is it no it's not (laughs) none of these are my brother i do not have an alabama husband um i have you know a fun time husband who comes over (laughs) just for fun times um so i have this fractured husband i think our definitions of fun times might be different (laughs) I
1: think they might be. Like it. Does he come over and sit on the couch and watch TV with you? That sounds like so much fun. It starts that way. <laughs> um, so, Ooh, that's anyway. the Netflix part.
0: Um, and no joke, um, it started with watching Heartstopper and Red right, Red, White, and Royal Blue. And I was like, you know what? I deserve that.
1: <laughs> that is why you've watched that movie five times. <laughs> I'm the taking three, notes. The real reason. Yes.
0: So um, I've downloaded some of the apps. I've started going on dates. Once it, once I become a little more comfortable, because ba- I haven't been like in the quote unquote dating realm. Like I'm. It's not like I'm going on the apps and I was like, "Hey, you up?" kind of stuff. I've I've come to this conclusion myself. No hookups. It's actual dating. Trying to date. So. Um, as I get a little more comfortable back in the dating, maybe we'll talk more about it, but yes, I have started putting myself out there more.
1: Or at least if they're not good dates, you can talk about those.
0: Yes. Okay. I will. I, yes. Once a month, I will, <laughs> I will pick the worst date and we will talk about that.
1: Um, but and yeah. I will guess who it's with.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I will give you hints about whether he, he is well known in the community or not. Members of my fractured husband, some of them are well-known in the community.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so that was Friday all day that, yes. I, that I built this phone system. I was super proud of myself when it was done. So you went I'm, out and celebrated I'm, this weekend. I'm so I, I can't even tell you the, the the relief and the joy that came over. I mean, it was not an easy process cuz I I'm, I'm not that technologically advanced. It's just well with anything. Even even things that aren't technology like building things or yeah. renovating a bathroom. I just I don't Did have to Did you hear do what them. I
0: said about Instagram? I <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm on so many <laughs> tangents.
1: So I just want to let you know I was at Disney yesterday, and I was laughing, and Jen was laughing because she had listened to the podcast where you yeah. where you were making fun of my Disney suitcase. Right after I said <laughs> I wasn't a Disney fanatic, and so I park my car and I walk around the back side of it, and I see my 100 year yeah. anniversary Disney license plate. Your license and plate I, is Disney. I started yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I am. Anyway, um, so. Super proud of that. Just happy I figured it out. Then we went Friday night to uh, Dylan's best friend. Her birthday was like last week sometime, but she had a big party, um, like a dinner. Mm. Is everybody. she one of these people who has birthday months and not birthday
0: day? No. Oh, okay,
1: I mean, I don't think so. Typically, she and Dylan would like disappear, go places uh, for their birthdays. But since oh. he and I started dating, <laughs> sorry, I took that away, I guess. He just doesn't. They don't do that anymore. Uh, and then so this is just a dinner when she picked this really nice restaurant. It was really nice in St. Pete. And super expensive, but she picked it because she got a thing in the mail where she got a free dinner. (laughs) For her birthday? For her birthday, so she goes and eats for free, and the rest of us are like, (laughs) here's my $200 dinner (laughs) bill. But it was all fun. I need Um, to find restaurants locally that do that. And I probably, I shouldn't even tell the story, but it just cracked me up so much. Um, And and it's not because I think cancer is funny. (laughs) I know that's a weird segue, but we're sitting there, and... And um, everybody, there, people are filtering in uh, to this dinner, and this one girl comes in and sits down, and and her boyfriend says, um, he goes, "Hey," and then he says her name. I forget what it was, but let's just say it's Sarah. Hey, Sarah, you just beat cancer, and and everybody kind of went silent. And we we're like, what? Because it didn't sound like what he was trying to do was to say, "Hey, you just you just beat cancer." Talk, talk to us about yeah. it. Yeah. Because Cong- that's awesome. Good for you. Congratulations, yeah. But it's not like that. It's like, I said, I was like, what, did you just get the results? <laughs> it sounded like it was this Maury Povich thing where it's like, Sarah- the results are in, and you just beat cancer. Was
0: Sarah in your group? She was
1: there. Oh.
0: Yeah. And did anybody know she just beat cancer?
1: I didn't. Oh. Uh, but, a, but a couple people did. I mean, it was, she just, she recently um, finished uh chemo, chemo and all yeah. and it's great it was it was some sort of stage three cancer and she to beat it was amazing. Yeah. And and so she it was just this really like happy moment to say tell us all about it. But it just sounded really weird like he was announcing to her. Like I'm like she how probably are, he, the she waiter probably how did the waiter knew. know? It wasn't the waiter. It was it was Oh it was my, I am so it lost was,
0: in this story. I thought you said the waiter walked no, up. The to The
1: boyfriend table. of the girl whose party it was
0: Oh, I thought it was Dylan's friend's birthday party. Yes. Her boyfriend. Dylan's friend just beat cancer?
1: I'm so nervous. Oh my God. (laughs) This is. What? If if you look and see my face of disgust right now, I thought I was just having a problem with technology today. I didn't realize it was all forms of communication.
0: (laughs) Go back to the beginning. (laughs)
1: Sorry. All right. Okay. So, Dylan's friend. Yes. Is having a birthday party. Okay. Right. Yeah. At which her boyfriend is there. Okay. As her friends are filtering in. Yes. One of her friends, who is sits, Sarah, who is Sarah, sits okay. down, and the boyfriend says, "You just beat you cancer. just beat cancer."
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. I'm caught up. <laughs>
1: What did Sarah say? <laughs> this is the part that makes me sad that we don't have a sound editor. Was like, can we just cut, like, ten seconds of that out? Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that that made me laugh. Yeah. And then I went Obviously,
0: to... it made me laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the only time, though. There was another time that he picked up a bottle of champagne and was asked to ask people if they wanted champagne. He was like, champagne. And nobody asked for champagne, so he poured his. And then when he went to sit down, somebody's like, can I get some of that? And he's like, well, I asked everybody. And I thought, <laughs> you just, I was like, no, you, you just, just yelled what was in your hand. Anyway, hilarious. He's super he innovative. sounds like he has problems with communication. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's funny. He's a really nice guy. I really like him. Um so then um yesterday when I planned oh and nice I did spend all day Saturday and we'll talk about this probably at the end and next week. Sure. Um reading Harvey <gasps> yes memoirs. Next which,
0: I mean just a, a quick look ahead to next week.
1: Uh it's gonna be a Firestein sale. Yes. Or <laughs> if you're his brother, Fearston sale.
0: Fearston. Yeah.
1: They, they pronounce their names differently. They don't care. Um fascinating. So I did that all day and then Sunday I went to Disney to To food and wine, which I had said to myself I wouldn't go until mid to late September, October. Yeah, because it was hot again this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I figured out we finally finally know what to do, right? Because we've been twice. So when you go, you get to the countries, you take a left, and you go and you eat as much as you want, Mm -hmm. right? And then you're done. And then the next time you go, start off to the right, which pretty much landed us. You know about uh, on the side of Greece. So next time we're going to start at Greece and then go oh, until we can't eat anymore.
0: So it, as somebody who
1: is, is a Disney is, fanatic, is a Disney fanatic who's gone several times,
0: <laughs> if somebody's going just once, do you recommend go left or go right? Go right. Go right.
1: One hundred percent. Go right. But also, if you're only going to go once, know that you're going to eat like three or four places, and you're going to start getting full, and it's hot, and you're going to start feeling bloated. And it's not going to be pretty. Take some tums beforehand. Yeah, bring them. Um, they have
0: they sell travel packages. Yeah. Put and them then, in your pocket. But
1: then get like they have a, a book that lists everything. So just sit down, go through the whole book, pick out what you want, and yeah. go get those four or five different things. Because if you try to do everything, it's going to. Did bleh. you pickle? What, did you pickle
0: milkshake this time? No, did no. you spicy wing this
1: time? No, but what I did is I did the fry flight. What's that? Um, when you, when you're going in before you get into Odyssey, there's like a little station set up and it's all French fries and they have a fry flight, which is three different kinds. So it was sweet potato casserole fries and it was salt and vinegar fries and like barbecue, um, Mm. barbecue ranch, bacon ranch fries.
0: What kind of sauces did they offer?
1: Um, well, they all came with them. So, like, the, uh, the casserole ones had some kind of marshmallowy. It was brown sugar and marshmallow stuff on mm-hmm. it. The barbecue had barbecue sauce and bacon bits and stuff. And then the other one was vinegar and salt.
0: Yeah. There was a, a former employee here, business manager, by the name of Kathleen. Her and I agree on the fact that fry foods are only – the only reason they exist is to be the vessel to bring a sauce into your mouth. And uh, <laughs> so fries, chicken tenders – um, onion rings. It does not matter what the fried item is; it all matters what sauce you're dipping it in.
1: Yeah, some they, I, they also had pickle fries. I got those too, and those Ooh, were I um, some pickle fries. Yeah, those had some sort of ranch thing on them, so it was really good. Nice. I mean, I was, you know, of course, by the end of the day, I was like, Ugh. but you know what ended up happening is, uh, you know, for Food and Wine Festival, they always have a an entertainer there, and this was yeah. Joey Fatone, uh, yes, and friends. And so Wait, it, Joey Fatone and friends. Joey Fatone and friends. Who were so, his friends? Well, that's the mystery, right? Is you don't ever know. And somebody went on. I guess uh, I am not this much of a fanatic, so I don't belong to these groups. But somebody I know, <laughs> Jen, is, and she said like somebody would go on the group and write. Um, JT was seen headed into Disney, Ugh. and so then all these people flocked to go see it. And thinking they're going to see JT. And it wasn't. Mm. Uh But he had Ryan Cabrera was there with him. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> I saw him. I'm not like got, a stalker. I got really and, excited yeah, there. Yeah, like, like, what? Wait, wait, what's that noise? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. wait a minute. Uh. Yeah. Uh he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Um I saw him he opened for Jewel when I saw her the time she shushed us to be quiet. <gasps> oh, I have a story about Jewel when we talk about one of the movies we're gonna talk about. Oh, okay. Uh so but then he went through then we saw him do a show on his own and he kinda went through an emo y kind of a phase, I think. Joey Fatone? No. Oh, Ryan Cabrera. No, Sarah. Yeah, no I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever her name really was, Sarah. I don't think it was. Yeah, Ryan Cabrera. So, so Ryan Cabrera was there, and then he brought out uh, some girl. Uh, I always saw the eight o'clock show. I forget her name, but she sang "Fan of the Opera," and she was stunning. Oh.
0: Was it Sarah Brightman? <laughs>
1: I think I would have led uh, yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: She's coming to the Dr. Phillips Center. Uh, is she this, really? Yeah. This holiday season, oh, we
1: should go. We should go.
0: And I'm trying to get an interview with her for the newspaper. And we should try to get tickets to cover it.
1: Yes. Yes. I work. They on should that. absolutely give us tickets. To cover it.
0: Dr. Phillips, if you're listening, send an email to www. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh I would be a that would be a dream come true for me yeah. to see Sarah. Brighton. She's amazing. Yeah. Um so oh and then Lance Bass. Lance Bass. <laughs> yeah, was there? no, and then Lance Bass. Lead
0: with the gang. You lead with the gang. <laughs> he was
1: wearing like he he was wearing very shiny clothes, and he admitted that it was too hot and he made a bad wardrobe choice. But he was funny. He's good looking too. He's yeah, was nice. Yeah. Um, but they sang a song by um <laughs> to buy that bottle. I just want to say,
0: first off, because I know what you're <laughs> thinking right now, you're like, dude, we are 33 minutes in and you already finished the bottle. I brought an already open bottle with me. I was have I had a couple of drinks this weekend, and I had bought two bottles. One that I was gonna drink this weekend and one that I was gonna drink tonight, today, while we filmed this. And I didn't finish the bottle. I only got like maybe two small glasses out of it. So I was like, I will bring the open bottle, because why have two open bottles of wine? Also. It helps to cut down on how much I drink at work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they sing a song by Backstreet Boys. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me take a step. Hold on. Wait, what? Wait, what? In Sync, the two guys from In Sync, Joey Fatone and Lance Bass, sang a song.
0: <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It's going to spill. Okay.
1: Yeah, you know, just lick it <laughs> up wherever it is.
0: <laughs> we really need to start videoing this. Um, okay, so two members.
1: Of InSync sang a Backstreet Boys song. sang
0: a song from their 1990s late or early 2000s boy band rival.
1: Yes, it, it was funny because um, Lance Bass comes out on stage and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna sing?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was figured it was time to sing a good song." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they sang the song. Ah, uh, that's Bachelors. funny. But the funny thing about the Backstreet Boys song is, I thought InSync sang that song. <laughs> what song was it? I don't, I don't know. Show me the meaning of being lonely. The tearing up my heart. Tearing up my. That is an NSYNC song. Uh, then it's not it. Because they did sing that too.
0: Did they sing. Um, I want it that
1: away. Is that. That's Backstreet Boys. Yes. Yes. That's why. It's a good song. Tell me why. Is that it? Tell me no, why. Tell me why it's a good song. Uh, but they. It, but he did a lot of covers of other songs from the 90s. I wouldn't say a lot. There's only like five songs in the show uh but it was it was interesting i was glad we stopped and it gave me a chance to digest the 14 cultures of food i had shoved down my face so
0: that's awesome i did not know the fatone was going to be at. uh he's there again
1: tonight uh two tonight? nights ago oh i can't apparently, make it tonight i plan ago, on being drunk he had myrrh from um impractical from impractical jokers, In jokers? Yeah. you know i still maintain
0: you and my mother two biggest fans of that show <laughs> If either one Which of you weird, get, because
1: I think that's also very broy, but not as broy as Tosh.
0: If uh, if either one of you ever get cancer, I'm gonna make a wish that you two get to meet them. <laughs> and then when we beat it, then
1: <laughs> you can announce. To then we're
0: gonna bring Sarah's friend, and <laughs> he's gonna be like, "You beat it!" And we're gonna be like, "Who are you?"
1: <laughs> I'm only comfortable telling that story because I'm sure they don't listen. But I think Dylan's gonna tell them, and they're gonna listen, and he's gonna be mad at me.
0: I want to bring him on as a special guest. We need to get start
1: bringing on special guests. you think so? Yeah. So you, we'll, would you like this podcast to be four hours long? Is that why?
0: Instead of doing two forms of entertainment, one a couple of times in the future, uh, we'll do one, we'll pick one movie or one TV show, and then we'll bring a special guest on and have them talk about something entertainment wise. Sure. If you listen and you're a gay actor and you're a member of SAG AFTRA and you want to talk about what the
1: hell's going on, come on on. Or if your name is Sarah Brightman and you want us to cover your show and then come on to this show and talk about what we talked about. NPR does this
0: thing, it's called a tiny desk concert, and they bring famous celebrities or famous singers in. And they're in a tiny little room with just bookshelves. And it's like they've got a drummer and a guitarist. And they sit at the desk and they just sing their songs. And it's called, and it's a little small desk. Um, and they call it tiny desk concerts. We should do something like that, like um, break room
1: sessions. <laughs> it's not Jimmy Fallon. Doesn't he do that? Fuck Jimmy Fallon. Sorry, Ma. <laughs> That's our thing. Is she a Jimmy Fallon fan? No, she hates when I curse. Oh. Okay. <laughs> she probably hates Jimmy Fallon as much as I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense if she wasn't a fan, because I'm not. I do, Although I do like that show that he does, that, that sort of uh, sing-along game oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's mostly for the singers on it than him. Yeah. Um, Completely fake, by the way.
0: I don't know my mom's feelings on Jimmy Fallon, but I do know that, above all, she and I are a Colbert person
1: yeah we we were you we a letterman were loved. you Letterman people before Colbert? No, we
0: were more I'm ashamed to say this we were leto folks. No. Yeah, I know. I watch I would flip I, I loved Letterman before the guest. I loved the way Jay interviews people. Mm. So I would watch the top tens from Letterman and I'd switch over. I'd go back and forth until my laughing would have my mother go, Jeremy, it's time for bed. <laughs> And I would turn it down and then I would I would go back and forth Leno and Letterman, but I would always at twelve thirty five Conan. Always Conan. Yeah. Loved Conan. How about now? I love him now. Conan, really? yes.
1: I, I am can't. I am always and forever a Conan man. Would he ruin that acceptance speech at that award show? Okay, that very I'm talking it.
0: talk show can't Conan. Okay. Real world Conan, I can't get behind.
1: Also, don't steal Brad Paisley's pajamas. Serious radio commercial Conan.
0: Somebody is richer than me and can afford (laughs) serious.
1: Oh, no, no, no. no. It's on uh, Sling TV. I'm not so rich that I can watch Sling without commercials. I Um, don't have
0: Sling either. Although uh, I do have it on in the background (laughs) in the office on your Sling until. More than two people are watching. <laughs> and then, uh, the news will stop behind me. And I'll look, and a little message be me on to be like, too many people are watching. I was like, all right, I'll watch
1: YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we decided. Well, we had changed course because yes, we were going to make this, this, this was going to be the Harvey yeah, episode. Yeah, but we hit a couple of
0: roadblocks, namely. <laughs> why isn't Torch Song Trilogy streamed anywhere I know
1: it's impossible to find it you so can't I, find it so I finally just, I just broke down about the, the DVDs But and we now we have to dig out a DVD player I'll- luckily I don't know
0: if you have one of these but a Playstation uh, PS5 will play a DVD I got nothing you got rid of – oh, that's right. You did. You got rid of your PS4. Yeah. I
1: think somewhere in my garage is a DVD player. I'm going to dust it off and see if it still works. <laughs> um, hopefully it does because I know I have to watch it. Uh, but I've seen it. Yeah. Um, it's just been If not, come
0: over to my house. We'll watch it on the PS5.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, that's I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just taking it back. It's the first time I've been invited to your house, except for the time when you went – to look at it before you move there. (laughs) Yes,
0: I will say, and this has nothing to do with you, um, getting the house pulled together has been a long process. I am not motivated to unpack anything or there's still things in boxes. I am unmotivated. However, uh, my brother just moved in and I kept telling myself, I'm waiting for Joey to move in so I know what he has and what I have and what Chris has so that we can make sure it's a nice blending of all three of us. Now that he's moved in, I'm like, well, holy shit. Now I got to unpack boxes and put things away. So that's the process. My my intent is within the next month is to actually start having people over to see the house put together.
1: I can't. I know. I move in in that day. I have to have it all unpacked.
0: Oh, really? I'm Same usually day. that way, but it's just so overwhelming. It's amazing when you have dozens of Lego sets that you have to reassemble. That is like ugh, so, much, so much to do.
1: Also, I got I got old. I don't want to move anymore. So where I am is where I want to be. Well, there you go. All right. So we decided that in lieu of that, you had watched this fantastic movie <laughs> uh, on Amazon,
0: award-winning.
1: Maybe I don't know if it's won anything. Uh, the, it, it, I'm the, a Razzie is an award. So yeah, it could have won something.
0: Um, this I believe was an Amazon Prime original. So ha ha ha, no Razzies because it was not released uh. in theaters. Um. It is a movie, a 2000... That's
1: why it's not going to get an Oscar. (laughs) That's
0: That's why. why. Um, It's a 2022 film from last year called My Fake Boyfriend. Um, Which, yes,
1: I was... Spoiler alert, it's not George Glass. Um, No, no, it's It's not. not, I thought it was a documentary about Jan Brady. You know what? If there is one out there, I would totally watch that. I
0: love it. Um, Okay, so My Fake Boyfriend stars... uh, and I'm, I apologize if I butcher this name. Keenan.
1: Is it just Keen? Lons? Keenan? Keen. Keen? Keenan? Keenan.
0: Keenan? Keenan. Oh, okay. Keenan.
1: There's not a, there's just
0: K-E-I-Y-N-A-N. Keen. Keenan.
1: Keenan. There's only one N.
0: No, there's two. Oh. K-E-I-Y-N-A-N. I. Keenan Lonsdale.
1: Yes, I completely misspelled that. <laughs> That's all right. That's all
0: right. So did Wikipedia, and that's why it's wrong. Um, <laughs> no, his name is uh, Keenan Lonsdale. Um, he was in, uh, a Love few years Simon. ago, Love, Simon. He was
1: the, sp- spoiler. spoiler alert,
0: he's the one who was messaging with Simon. Um,
1: Kisses him on the on the Ferris On the
0: Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel.
1: Oh, uh, that's so it's, sweet. It's so
0: sweet. Love, Simon, is what started that spark. And then Heartstopper and Red, White, and Royal Blue were like, love someone. And it punched my heart until it ignited. And then my fake boyfriend. And then my fake boyfriend it. said, you know what? You're better off where you are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kenan L- Lonsdale um, plays Andrew. Andrew is a stunt coordinator for a what I think was a daytime soap opera. And I'm like, do you really need a stunt? performers? I don't watch a lot of daytime soaps. I
1: that it was a daytime soap, but yeah. I think it was just a some sort of melodramatic... Some
0: sort of syndicated
1: drama that had it a was lot a of cop action. drama, wasn't it? Was because, he a cop? Because the person oh, like, he you was, right. yes. it was a cop he was the double for.
0: Yes. So, um, he is in an on-again, off-again relationship with Nico, who is one of the stars of
1: this TV show. Right. And mega-famous Instagram influencer. Yeah. Um, supposed th- to be has gorgeous. the abs
0: has the the pouty uh, the blue steel if you yeah. watch um um Zoolander Zoolander thank you um also I pulled up the actor's name is Marcus Rosner and I pulled up his filmography and this man has so many Hallmark and Lifetime movies under his belt before when I watched the movie before I knew who he was I'm my mind is you're definitely a Hallmark Lifetime kind of guy. And when I pulled it up, he's in like 15 Hallmark and Lifetime movies over the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, I'll pull up his filmography right now because it's very interesting because he's part of a series, the In the Vineyard series. So in 2016, he was in Autumn in the Vineyard. And then the success of that movie led into Summer in the Vineyard. And then those movies were so famous or popular that he did Valentine in the Vineyard. He has a whole series of movies in the Vineyard. Sounds like he's a wine problem, uh, right? Based on this movie, he has a whining problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why we thought it was a melodramatic soap opera. It was because of his acting. Oh, yeah, it. he's very. But knowing that he's in Hallmark yeah, movies, it's it makes very Hallmark know, acting. It makes me. It makes me comforted in the fact that he probably is a good actor. He was just directed to play yes. this role in this two-dimensional, crazy way.
0: Um, you can blame Roge, Roge, Rose Troche for that, who directed this movie,
1: uh, along with this movie. No blame, Rose. It's the choices. It's all about Rose choices.
0: Rose has directed Concussion? No, produced Concussion. And produced... nine Vineyard films.
1: <laughs>
0: Xanadu? There was a 2012 version of Xanadu that they directed. Um, Gabriella, Go Fish, The War Is Not Over, and others.
1: I thought you were reading somebody else's name, and I'm like, no. someone's <laughs> name is Gabriella Go Fish? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be pronouncing that. That right. is
0: now my name. When I eventually <laughs> do drag, I will be Gal- Gabriella, Gabriella Go Fish. <laughs> uh, I love fish and games. Anyway, so um, uh, Nico treats Andrew like crap. He cheats on him all the time. There's one scene where it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and he's like um, – he gets up out of bed and starts getting dressed. He's like, where are you going? He goes, i got to meet my trainer. And he looks at the clock, and it's like 1.57. Um, and he's just a complete jerk. And he knows that Andrew's always going to come back to him. So Andrew has a friend, uh, this couple, Jake and Kelly, who are his best friends, paid by Dylan Sprouse, who is best known from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and Ben from Friends. Um, if you need help distinguishing him from his twin brother, his twin brother is the one in Riverdale, not, not Dylan. Oh, wait. one of them is is one of them gay. No, oh okay. Both of them, I believe, are are haven't come out. I believe both of them are straight. Oh, okay. Um, when I was looking at like researching, um, everybody who was in this movie, Dylan is the one who's kind of taken a step back and isn't in a whole lot of things. Cole is the one. Um, I believe if you look online that there were some leaked photos. It was Cole, not Dylan. Mm.
1: Um. So, but they were both in like Big Daddy, right? They were right. both
0: in Big Daddy. They were both in Friends when they
1: were kids. They had to both be yeah. In them. Yeah, and they
0: were both in Zach and they. I mean, the biggest thing is the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, my nieces were obsessed with the show. They I loved the show. It. Hannah Montana was that Hannah Montana? Um, what was the one that Raven Simone was in? Um, that's so Raven. That's so Raven. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it was during that time of the Disney Channel. And uh, so um, Dylan Sprouse plays Jake, and Kelly is played by Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. She's the love oldest, her, the oldest Dumphy daughter, um, who I love her. She's is fantastic. She's amazing. Um, so they're his the the couple who are best friends with Andrew. Kelly has, or I'm sorry, Jake has been best friends with Kelly. Jesus, Andrew and Jake have been best friends since the second grade.
1: But which one's the waiter? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Anyway, so um, so yeah, they um, uh, he finally breaks up with Nico again. It's like they're keeping track. It's like the tenth time that these two have broken up because Nico cheated on him, and Jake and Kelly are like, you know what? This is this is you're never going to be able to get over him unless we help, and their help is it's the nuclear option. Yes, the nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. nuclear. I don't want to sound like George W. Bush Niche, nuclear nuclear <laughs> um they decide to create um and it's so timely. I I mean this is if this movie was made now this is a subject you could really explore. Um no disrespect, but if you had a better writer, um could really explore this could have been a really interesting movie, but they decide to use AI and green screen to create a fictional boyfriend on social media for Andrew.
1: Yeah, and the fun part is because Andrew and I don't know Dylan, Jake, Jake, Andrew and Jake have been best friends since second grade. Since, since second grade, yeah, and so they, of course, when he makes this fake boyfriend for his best friend, he uses it, it, it's him and his girlfriend's image. Oh,
0: yes, it's um, the his name is Cristiano, and he's a combination of Jake. Kelly and Cristiano Ronaldo, the world famous soccer player because Andrew loves soccer and he loves uh, Cristiano. So he's a blending of those three um which I thought was hilarious. yeah, I think that's cute. <clears throat> um, so they <clears throat> excuse me they do it in order to get the the relationship out there so that he can get over Nico.
1: Right, it's to make Nico jealous. Well, the, yeah, that's to, the and to give Andrew the courage to say I'm with, um, you know, yeah, I, like, to be
0: able to move on. The courage yeah, to see, say I'm with this guy, right, and move on, make that split happen. Andrew's main focus is he loves that this makes Nico cr- jealous, like crazy jealous, cartoon, S- cartoon like <laughs> over the top stereotypical
1: jealous. You would think Nico would be like, thank God, now I have more time free to screw around.
0: Yeah, but Nico doesn't, because Nico is a douche. So um, that's when Andrew goes on board. He sees how jealous it makes Nico, and he's like, all right, I'm in. And there's this fun kind of montage of Jake in the full green screen with the little white dots on it like he's shooting a Marvel movie. And he's getting way into taking photos and videos where he is in... You know, it didn't happen this way, but I totally thought this that it was going to come out that Jake was in love with Andrew because he was a little too invested in being Andrew's fake boyfriend. So he's taking all these photos and videos of him in green screen and superimposing Cristiano in there. And in the process that, you know, Andrew's really enjoying this, he ends up meeting another guy, who uh, has a he's a, he has a restaurant in New York City. Um, Andrew starts taking uh, cooking classes. Um, that um, who's the actor? Yeah. Well, Where's he it? takes
1: he takes cooking classes because he drives he drives his neighbor to these cooking classes, and then yes. he sees the chef, and the chef is stunningly gorgeous. So he gets out of the car and says, "I'm gonna no get disrespect
0: the class. to anyone else on the cast, the most beautiful
1: person in the entire cast." is by an insanely I mean like bounds. he I mean is, and there are good looking people in the cast but this guy he is, is drop dead stunning. gorgeous
0: like it's stunning his name is Samir Saleem he plays Rafi he has a
1: restaurant did you look at his filmography I did not much no not much where's he been hiding where have you been hiding Samir and he wasn't an over-the-top actor he was good in no, it. no
0: he was my favorite part in it yeah. I mean he's he's very kind of you know uh low-key just kind of goes with the flow um, but Andrew, who has a huge crush on him, doesn't know if he's gay or not. And it kind of adds this new layer of him and uh, Rafi are really getting along, but he doesn't know if it's like a friend thing or if it's a romantic thing. Um, So they all go to, uh, uh by all them, I mean, Andrew, uh, Jake, and Kelly go to Rafi's restaurant, and Andrew is kind of flirting with him, and this is where you start to see Kind of Jake's jealousy. Like, um, did you tell him about your boyfriend, Cristiano, and how much you love him and how amazing he is? And over the course of this, where Andrew's trying to deal with Nico and deal with uh, his feelings for Rafi, uh, Cristiano is becoming famous. He's becoming an influencer. He's got millions of followers on social media.
1: Yeah, Yes. Yes. Um, the, 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 yeah, the tone the of your plot voice- Plot hole number one. <laughs> right? Why? Like, look, we've got a platform at which to advertise this podcast. We don't have 1.6 million listeners right now. How does this, How does? because he dated this guy, all of a sudden he's mega famous? Yeah, and that's, I, I mean, I can see from Jake's standpoint, like overnight it feels
0: like he's got millions of followers and Jake, who feels like in his friend group- He's the only one without direction. Kelly has her job. Right. She's a nurse. She's doing really good. Um, Andrew is a uh, the stunt coordinator on the show, and he's doing really good. Jake feels like he doesn't have any direction, and this has given him purpose in his life.
1: Right, and it takes on a life of its own. Yes. Because to Jake, it becomes this isn't Cristiano, they all love. It's me. Yes. Because I am Cristiano. Yes. And they're getting he's getting free stuff sent to the house. They're signing, signing, signing contract. Deals.
0: It's it's yes. Given Ted talks. The, the way that this movie ends up, it's like, first of all, there's something criminal here that uh, is going to get you arrested.
1: Listen, I'm not going to no secrets here. I have been busy trying to get this thing to work. Yeah. This, this The sound on this podcast I work all afternoon. So I don't have a lot of notes here. I have one note. Read your note. Why didn't they go to jail? <laughs> right? Because the endorsement deals of somebody who does not
0: exist. First of all, I don't run a corporation, but I would think because he's got deals with liquor companies, with fashion companies, there is a way for you to find out that this is not a real human being.
1: So I'm going to readers digest this so we can get to this point, sure. right? So, so, so the plan is working. And it works. All of a yes. sudden, um, uh, Andrew falls in love with Rafi. Yes, and and so he's like, "I'm not even interested in." Kelly
0: gets pissed that Jake yeah. is.
1: And so 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 Kelly's mad that Jake's so invested in this. And basically, at the same time, Kelly and Andrew are telling Jake it's time to. Yeah, end it's this. over. It's over. It Stop. worked. It's great. And he's like, "No, we can't." So Kelly
0: Kelly snatches his laptop, goes into the room, and kills and him. murders
1: Cristiano. Plane crash. He's plane dead. crash.
0: He's dead. And then, not that this film was on steady ground uh, to begin with, but then we go off the rails. And it's funeral time. They're they right. hold a funeral for Christiana
1: because he's got millions of followers. <coughs> yes, millions of dollars in contracts. He's got like absolute was his biggest um, endorsement. That yeah, he had. so they have to have his funeral, and. Jake, of course, goes all out. Yeah, there's a casket. There's a you, everybody
0: wears white. There's this Barbara Walters style Vaseline yeah. over the lens, where everything's very soft and 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 uh, just very fuzzy, um, dream like heaven like. They're all having yeah. a, a funeral in the clouds.
1: And so, one character we didn't point out um, is Andrew's mom.
0: Oh yes, Andrew's mom is... is played by. Um, if you watch Shits Creek, it was Ronnie from Schitt's Creek. Her name is Karen Robinson. And she is so happy that That her her son son is in love with this
1: person that's amazing. He's a social justice warrior. He does all these amazing things. And so she is she's so happy about this. And because she's so happy, he never tells her that it wasn't real. But he starts to tell her about things that he did with Rafi. Yes. That makes her – Think it was – Think it Things he did with with Cristiano. So then at the funeral, she gets up to speak. And she gives this big speech about how amazing – I see the confusion on your face. I think we're fine. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. There's – it's not moving. Yeah, our our thing isn't moving, but the time's moving. Okay, so we're good. Okay, um, we're just—it's a new system. We're just—we get worried that it's not working. Because the worst thing is to like. Oh my end God! This what if we're and and half, here talking about and this it's, and no one's and, hearing it? No one ever does because we don't have time to fix it. So anyway, um, so she gets up there and she gives a speech about how great, uh, you know, like a eulogy of yeah. thank you for treating my son so well. Thank you for making him happy. He took your cooking classes and he was so happy. And Rafi's in the Robbie's in the audience yeah. here. Is and that he what hears you call it? it. At a funeral and, and audience? He's yeah. one of the guests at the funeral. And he's like, what?
0: He's like, this all sounds very familiar. Actually, what? And then before he can process his feelings or put his what he's figure it all guess out guess who
1: barges in <sighs> Nico detective sleuth himself has Fuckin figured Nigo. out and there's
0: this scene Cristiano in it where was... he's got one. Of, he goes into his room and he's got pictures oh. of Cristiano and the red ribbons pointing for this one and he takes a pen out and he circles None of <laughs> Jake's that face sense.
1: and he circles Cristiano's face I was like show us your process I know the, yeah, <laughs> he just got to the answer he didn't show us his yeah. homework show us your work and he's drawing lines. and like, yeah. that line makes no sense. No, no. So he shows up and he's like, uh,
0: Cristiano isn't real and I'm going to prove it. And he opens the casket and there is the body of Cristiano with what we find out is a 3D printed head of Cristiano. And uh, everybody's like, oh my God, his body. And Nico says, well, look at this. And he grabs the head off and it's just the head on a fake body. And he's like, "Here is your Cristiano."
1: All blown up in their face. Throws
0: it, blows up in their face, and just like in uh, Hallmark style, they have they make dinner. Uh, they being Jake, okay, so Jake and oh yes, Jake, Jake and, and Andrew and, and
1: and Andrew are now living together because the couple. Yes, Kelly kicked him out. Kelly kicked him out because yep. he lied about it, or because he went crazy. He said that. All he ever had in his life was Cristiano. The only yeah. good thing that he ever had was that. So yeah, and that's she's not like, good well, to fuck tell you your then. girlfriend. Yeah.
0: Never tell your girlfriend that. Uh Rafiki said, not Rafiki, sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's like uh Rafi. What is his name? Where's glasses Raf no. Rafi. Rafi. Okay, <laughs> Rafi is like, you know what? I can't handle this. He leaves. It is the circle of life. <laughs> and the two guys um go to um andrew's neighbor who is this old uh older asian gentleman who he plays chess with
1: who and, he's driving to the cooking class yes
0: mr Chang, and he's like i need your help and he's like all right here's what we're gonna do so the two guys jake and andrew make dinner for raffi and kelly and then mr Chang says i need your help uh and gets them both to come to the apartment and then they see that they made them this this dinner and made this date night for them and they're like Andrew <laughs> Jake okay i forgive you and then they slow dance and then they realize they really love each other
1: and everybody lives And everybody ever lives after. happily ever after Not except for Nico. And you know how we know that? Because, because there's they, one of those stupid. They pretend it's real. Yeah. And they're going to tell you what happens it's, to everybody it's afterwards. And like for Andrew
0: and uh, Raffi, uh, the restaurant does great. And he. Oh, we've got to mention uh, because of Cristiano, uh, Andrew gets his dream job working on this Avatar style blue. Uh, choreographing this, the the, the stunts for a kung
1: fu avatar
0: blue thing. avatar thing. Um, shout out to the guy who plays the director, who I didn't know until I researched this, is the ex-husband of Tori Spelling, who cheated on her. And that uh, reality show she was I on- he looked familiar. Is all about how he cheated on her. So glad you locked him I, down. I, I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. So um, Team Tori. Uh, if I didn't already think that this was an over bloated film, having him involved um, just adds to the fact that I don't want to watch this ever again. Yeah, it was insane. It, it was, was insane
1: to me that. But a meant... little it, bit of charm you know to so it. Funny... There's some charm to it. Yeah, yeah, when we're deciding what movies to do. Mm-hmm. Um I'll say, I was like, oh, hey, how's that book coming along? And Jeremy's like, oh, I didn't get a chance to get it. So, yes. I this was <laughs> like, and I was like, so what are we going to talk about? Now, this is right after I fin- finished this book, after like seven hours in this book. Jeremy's like, nah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, um, I
0: even told you because you texted me on Saturday. I was like, uh, there no way I'm going to finish this book in a day. So, we need to pick something else. And this was a, um, and we've been through this with Watermark. Sometimes an issue doesn't come together, and you've, you're like, well, what are we going to do for this yeah, issue? and you
1: got to put something together.
0: This is a thrown-together is- episode.
1: <laughs> I don't have my phone with me, so I can't read the text message, but the implication was I just watched this good movie on Amazon, and you should watch it, and we'll talk about it.
0: I don't believe I said good, but I do have the text message in front of me.
1: Um, I want you to read it like you meant it, and then I'll read it like I heard okay. it. Okay, here's what
0: you said. Uh, Saturday at 825 PM. Hey, sorry to bother, but I found Tort Song Trilogy on YouTube. Wanna do that for the podcast? I also found Hairspray Live and tidy endings. I said, Oh, um, I think I'ma watch I think i am watch them all. <laughs> That's how I type. <laughs> I just finished the book. Can you send me this is me. Can I can you send me the link to Torch Song Trilogy? I'll watch that. I've seen Hairspray Live, so we can talk about that too. Never got the book. <laughs> you said, "Want me to get that for you?" Was I supposed to? And I said, "I think we talked about it. We never circled back. We got to talking about other things." Um, uh, that's good, the
1: part where you t- tell me to watch the movie.
0: Okay, let's see. Um, oh, here we go. Because <laughs> you were like, "Oh, it's not. Torch Song Trilogy is not on YouTube. It's more complicated. It was way than that. complicated." I said. <laughs> I watched a movie on Amazon Prime this morning called My Fake Boyfriend that is gay. If you want to watch that, and then you can pick a movie, and I'll watch it tonight uh, if I haven't seen it. You said Dylan had a great idea. I'm not going to give it away yeah, in we case we talk no, about it. That's fine. And it, then I said, uh, just the, just the Yeah, go, uh, go watch the movie. It's good.
1: <laughs> you said it's good.
0: I might have. <laughs> not good as in it's a good movie. Good it's as good in for us to talk it's about. good for us to talk about this because it'll show our, our listeners that we don't like everything.
1: Yeah. So they committed fraud. How did they not yeah. go to jail? You know how they didn't? Because Christian didn't die, they brought him back and Absolute continued to sponsor him. They decided yes! that they oh, the, the, Yeah, they decided in that the, the epilogue, life yeah. that the life of this Cristiano fake person continued
0: on his his The good uh, yeah. that
1: this fake character did was way too much and they couldn't let him go. All right. Now, uh, my favorite part of talking stupid about this. Stupid movie is gonna be
0: I love everyone in this movie, but
1: this was Rotten stupid... Tomatoes.
0: Did they even watch it? How many do you know? How many? I don't re- know how many. Rooms okay. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, thirty-two. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is a thirty-two movie. You're not far. Okay, so critics, oddly, yeah, seventy-three. Shut up. Yeah,
0: critics liked it that much. I think, seventy-three is basically certified fresh.
1: Is that the is that the the cast? Are they the critics? And then um, audience fifty-two.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds more more in line.
1: Yeah. So then we decided, and I know that this—I <laughs> don't think this is the way to say it—but we were sitting there thinking, um, like, what's coming up this week? And what what struck me as interesting is that on Saturday mm-hmm. it's Women's Equality Day. Yes. There's also another reason I realized is that even can you call it equality? It's a day that just right there screams that there needs to be there should be like at least Women's Equality Month or quarter I feel or like season.
0: There is a month. Like, is this a day as part of the month, or is this a day I don't know. In...
1: I didn't put it on the calendar, um, but... It may not it even
0: just... be... I don't know. Finish what you were so, saying while so, I Googled so this. So what
1: What could prove... What LGBTQ film could prove women's equality with with men uh, in the best oh. way possible? Women Equality
0: Day is in uh, 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 or August gender equality month is in march so, okay i guess that's
1: so we said so so we decided to to, to do a film <laughs> that highlighted a woman who really brought Please out don't say we you <laughs> said this to me <laughs> who, who brought out um who proved that women were equal to men in the realm of serial serial killers yes
0: eileen warnos um yeah august 26th by the way that's five days from now when we're recording is Women's Equality Day. So in honor of that, we decided to talk about the 2003 movie Monster about the serial killer Eileen <laughs> Now, what also is works well with us talking about this is it's the 20th anniversary of the film.
1: Is it really? Yes, 2003 oh. is when it came look out. Look at that. that I, you probably should have We should have with, with that. that. <laughs> you should have done away with this whole equality <laughs> thing. That's going to make me look stupid. Um, but it is. I mean, she is the first... She is the first female serial killer to be put to death. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Put put to death. Um, Um, If you haven't heard of her, she gets put to death.
0: Her, yeah, if you haven't heard of her, her name's Eileen. Because she's <laughs> a serial killer. Because she killed seven now, men.
1: I did not go back and research her story. Ooh, I did. Okay, cool. Because I was like, we're gonna talk. We could talk about this in the context of the movie. Yeah, but beyond that, I don't. I don't have much to talk about. But the movie is
0: one of my things about the. I love the movie. I thought it was a great movie, really well made. Um, Charlize Theron is, uh, I mean, leaps and bounds ahead. Is the greatest thing about this movie. Um, Prior to Monster, um, Charlize Theron had mostly been relegated to roles of being the girlfriend or the wife of uh, better-known stars. She was in Reindeer Games with Ben Affleck. She was in The Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves. She's always the girlfriend, or she's always the sexy femme fatale. She was in Two Days in the Valley, which... That's a movie we should talk about one day. Um, from that,
1: the '90s, I love that movie. That does not necessarily describe her in this movie no. as the sexy. No, no, no. Femme this is the movie
0: that showed everyone that Charlene Th- Charlize Theron is not just a pretty face to just insert into a movie to make the boys go crazy. This movie showed that she is a phenomenal actress. Phenomenal. Um, She is a tour de force in this movie. She's amazing. She won the Golden Globe. She won the Oscar, all rightfully so. Um, She, um, as the, and this was very popular in the early 2000s, um, actresses, quote unquote, uglifying themselves. Um, Beautiful women who, with makeup or hairstyles or prosthetics, would make themselves look unattractive to win an Oscar. Uh, Nicole Kidman did it. She wore a prosthetic nose uh, playing Virginia Woolf. She won an Oscar. Um, uh, Who was Bridget Jones? Uh, Renee Zellweger. She was in Cold Mountain. She won an Oscar by playing this rundown kind of farmer's, uh, this rancher kind of girl. Um, It was a very popular time in the 2000s for women to, beautiful women to, quote unquote, make themselves look ugly and win an Oscar. And the epitome of that is
1: Charlize Theron. Was there was her body prosthetic? That had to be a body suit. But she looked like when she's sitting there in the bathroom taking a shower in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay, so just real quick before we get into what we think yes, about the movie, yes. it's it's basically about um, a girl uh, who's growing up in Daytona Beach, Florida, and she had been molested her whole childhood uh, from the time she was something like thirteen or fourteen. Yes. She was um, she was prostituted out. And she just lived her life as a prostitute. She finds, um, she meets this lesbian. They fall in love, and um, and um, the character, uh, the monster character, um, starts. Or she gets raped, and and it, according to the movie, right, she, she's she's uh, almost raped, and the intent is this guy's going to kill her, so she kills this guy. Yes, in self defense, because she's a prostitute and she's been arrested before. She doesn't go to the authorities about it. She just. In her mind, I killed a bad guy who was trying to kill me and everything's fine. Yeah. But then she continued to kill people to find reasons. Yes. With
0: every victim, her reasoning got less and less logical. Right. Um. It started off with, they were trying to assault me, so I defended myself. And just with each victim, the threat of assault came down and her... um mental dis uh mental uh what's the word i'm like i don't want to be offensive her mental uh, instability just kept going up so um so yeah
1: she you just didn't want to say she was crazy
0: i didn't want to use the word crazy because i know that's terrible um so so yeah this um she moved to she came down to florida after she had because she's originally from up north um had had a really up a bad upbringing her father and her mother met and got married when her father was 18 and her father was 14 um both of them
1: father for both of us
0: father 18 mother 8 14 okay so um they both had mental illness when she was born her mother her father disappeared she never knew her father her mother gave her up for uh to her grandparents her grandparents raised her while her grandparents were raping her her uh, Raising her.
1: Um, <laughs> this is, it is this alleged. Is, this reminds me of, like, drug history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's alleged that the grandfather raped her, and then um, her, she had a sexual relationship with her older brother, who's, a, like, two years older than her. Um, and then a family friend raped her and got her pregnant. She hadn't had to have an abortion. She had a history of um, pulling guns on people and assault and robbery and theft and in, in 1987 she decided i'm going to move down to florida and that's when this story in monster starts she oh, okay. comes down she um uh meets this girl who in the movie's name is um where is it selby. Uh, selby but selby is made up for the movie her actual girlfriend and i think that they probably did this maybe cuz they couldn't get um permission um, from Tyra. Need... Um but her actual girlfriend's name is, is Tyra Moore. they um that's kinda who Selby uh the character embodies. And they Yeah, get... you don't need anybody's permission, but maybe it was yeah, to protect. But her. maybe it was maybe
1: it's because maybe Eileen wouldn't do the movie or wouldn't give them all the information if they didn't promise to protect her name. Yeah. Because she really just in the end decided to give up her life to, yeah, protect, this to, girl. to protect.
0: Because Tyra, who's the real the the name of the the real life girl, she didn't participate in any of the murders, so Eileen says, but she knew about them. So um this was all to protect her. To she yeah. goes, she ends up uh confessing. Um at the end of the movie, I know we're jumping around a lot, but uh the FBI has Tyra on the phone or Selby in the movie, played by Christina Ricci, and she's trying to get her to confess to the murders on the phone. And you can hear, in there's like a code they're talking in where she's like, basically, Selby's saying, protect me. You know, I, you're you're going to get me, you're going to drag me down, protect me, save me, because that's what you're supposed to do. And you can see just, Eileen's like, yeah, I, I get you. I understand what you're saying. I did it all. You had nothing to, you had no yeah. hand in any of this. It was it's, all me. It's
1: funny at first because she wouldn't admit to anything, because she's she's like they're listening. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, and it reminds me of. I mean, I've told you this story. I won't go into a lot of details, but I have a friend who was in jail for a long time. Oh, and, yes. Um, and it was for um, you know, it was uh, like um. Uh, he had meth, uh, meth paraphernalia on him like a meth pipe and all this kind of stuff yeah. and, and, and and got arrested and the assumption is then that he is a, has this meth problem and then he was in jail and, and um, I was in conversations with him because he was asking for help and on, on some things and I said well you know you had if you could admit that there's an issue here I can offer you some help but outside of that if you're not going to admit this then I can't and he was adamant. I not there was nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. About yeah. it. And it wasn't until like a week later that I was like, well, of course he can't say anything on the phone because they're listening and they, he wants, he doesn't want to go to jail. Yeah. Well, he's in jail, but he doesn't go to prison. So I kind of felt like I watched watching that in the movie. I was like, God, I was so stupid back then. Like, why didn't I? Anyway. Um, yeah, that was that was actually kind of like a. It's such a good movie, and I know we're all over the place with this. So just watch the movie because yeah. it's really good, even if you know everything that's gonna happen. It's just still really good. Particularly
0: um, if you live in this area, it's because she, I mean she. God, you all right? You yeah, make it.
1: I'm, got a frog in my throat. <laughs> <clears>
0: throat>
1: Take a sip. She, oh, you don't have any. Get yourself something to drink.
0: I'm done. <laughs> I should have just brought the full bottle. Um, but yeah, she um, she was basically known as the I-4 killer. She was up and down I-4. And um, not that I am a detective, but she had seven victims. Only six bodies were found. So in the quick, just from seeing this movie to just looking over it, I'm going to run down the seven victims really quick, not based on the name, but where their bodies were found. So the first victim was found in Volusia County over near Daytona. Second victim was found in Citrus County, moving a little further West Pasco County, a little North of that fourth victim, body not found fifth victim, Marion County, still moving North. Sewanee County is the sixth victim still moving North. And then the furthest North Dixie based on the map. I don't know who owns land in Sumter County, but that's where the fourth victim's buried. Oh yeah, Sumter County. It's if you follow the map up, the fourth victim's body is in Sumter County.
1: Now this movie is told from the perspective of Eileen Borno's. I'm imagining. uh, I read a little bit about um, the relationship that she had with the director of this film. Yes, and. So I'm assuming that this is told through that relationship that they developed, and it's all told through Eileen. So the the victims' families weren't consulted in the making of this movie. Yeah. No. Uh, so we want to just an, and acknowledge that 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 happened, and say like they they have their own story. You know, these people have their own story, and that should be told sometime. But for the purposes of this and this movie, it was really just from her perspective. Correct. Which is got to be completely. I don't know what the word is. I'm finding. I'm trying to find the right words. Um, Skewed, filtered. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Through through her. Like, it, although they did a good job because he tries to play the victim, but then you just see that. Yeah, that devoluted... and that's what
0: I'm saying. That, that from victim to victim, it just it, with each victim you start to see you because that first victim you side with Eileen. You're like, of course she shot him. It was him or yeah. her. And from e- with each victim, it's like. Eileen, what are you doing? This one's a little more on you. This one, a little more on you. Yeah. This one, until it's the very last victim is this old man begging for his life who just gave her a ride because she's in a hard place, offered her money, offered her his car, offered him her a place to stay to help her get her life together. And he's just like, please, I've got a wife. I, my daughter is pregnant. I have a granddaughter who's about to be born. And Eileen shoots him.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, execution and it, I mean, style. in the movie, it's like all by accident anyway, because she was trying to get away from him, but dropped her gun. And once he saw the gun, yeah. she knew that she had to to kill him. And that was the hardest one to watch. Yeah, you know that, and the one with the guy who hadn't done this before, and yeah. you didn't know if she was going to kill him or not, and she leaves him. It, it was a really good. I mean, it's just a really, it's a really intense movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and it's it's all put driven by Charlize Theron's um, performance but it's
1: it's just I don't want to say I don't know if it's their it's just their intelligence level or whatever their, <laughs> the but the it's just fascinating to me that they thought that sending Selby home, yeah wasn't going to be how they got caught. Like, they just didn't, it just didn't seem to grasp them. Like, oh, you've got to keep doing this, and we'll get the money, and we'll get out of here. And And
0: can I just say, I don't know if Christina Ricci, she plays Selby in the film. I don't know if this is just the way that real-life Tyra was, but Selby was so obnoxious and whiny in this movie. And she's like, you're supposed to take care of me, and you should be out there hooking, because I need money. And I'm like, bitch, please. What are you doing?
1: Well, I mean, I'm not here to defend any of them, but you know, Eileen did say, "I'm come with me for a week, and I'll take care of you." And then after a day, yeah, they were like starving; she, she just, didn't have any money.
0: She's like, "I'm hungry, and I'm meeting my friends at Fun World, FYI. They do, they t- they go to Fun World. Do you think it was Fun Spot? That's exactly what I think it was. <laughs> Fun World is Fun Spot, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so they Allegedly. like. Uh, allegedly there's a part in there where they're like, they're all hanging out and they're like, we're going to go to
1: fun world. And she's like, where's that? And they're like, Orlando. But they also had this, 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 um, crazy notion that either of them were going to get jobs and yeah. make money. Like,
0: you know, Shit, I know there's a lawyer-
1: interviews at a lawyer's
0: office. I mean, and that... he's
1: like, you have no experience. Sure. He was kind of a jerk about a it, but also thing. he's like, you're in, you're in, how did she get the interview? Yeah. First of well all, back then or you just like, walk in and we interview you. Yeah, I, and, back then they didn't have the internet. So you just yeah. walk
0: in. You're like, "I hear you're hiring."
1: Right. And so and the guy was just like, "I'm insulted that you would come here and try to get this job. Yeah. You're wasting like, my time." Yeah. And 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 that so that was weird. So that kind of it, that struck me as as a, a level of Education that wasn't there, yeah, and then so then to to think, hey, I'm just gonna send you home, even though your face is plastered all over the yeah. all over the news, and they're not gonna come and find us, yeah. So that and was just crazy.
0: I mean to the, and I don't know what their exact ages were because I didn't write this down, but um, Tyra or Selby in the movie, like the part where the car crashes and it's it, they're driving the car. Of one of the victims, she murdered him, and they're driving around the car, and then she's like, we got to get out of here, and Selby's like, but I want to drive the car, and everything in it is so
1: whiny. Yeah, I think she was 18, because she she told her- So obnoxious. She, in one conversation, she yells at her dad, I'm an adult now, I'm going to yeah. do what i want to do. So that, was, that was interesting. So obnoxious in the movie. You know some facts, some fun facts about the movie.
0: Are they fun? Well, this is about the movie, itself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Is that there was no budget for the movie? Oh, yeah. This was super low budget. So, one of the so one of the things um is that they they only had two cars. Only two cars shown in all the scenes where she's on the street hooking. Yeah. Only two cars are part of the movie the rest of it is just people driving driving down the street and so because they couldn't afford to like block it off and put cars down, yeah. down the road and do that kind of stuff so they they put the cameras in the bushes to film it and they had to tell Charlize they were like this is the car if anybody else pulls over don't get in that car because this is the only car for the shoot that's part of our production oh that's crazy so I that was kind of crazy um what else was interesting about it? Um, the they played "Don't Stop Believing" at the roller skating rink. Yeah, scene. yeah. That's where like Eileen falls in love with Selby. Is at this roller skating rink and kisses her. Um, they didn't have the money to pay for the rights for that, uh, but Charlize had become friends with Stephen Perry, Steve Perry. Yeah, and that's how they got the rights. It's to interesting
0: them. because if you go to the Wikipedia, page, I know you shouldn't use this as a research page, but the Wikipedia page. Um, has an entire section on the music in this film and they have the music that appears in the soundtrack and then uh, songs that are not on the actual official soundtrack, but are in the movie. And uh, it makes me wonder if like Charlize Theron, who probably her and Christina Ricci are probably the biggest names tied to this. Cause the director and the writer is Patty Jenkins, who's well known now as being the director of Wonder Woman, but was n- unknown back then. So, uh, it makes you think that Christina Ricci and um, Charlie Theron were probably on the phone, like calling all their contacts and be like, hey, can we use your song? Can we use your song? Can we use this? Can we use yeah. that? And uh, hey, do you want to be in this film? You know, because Bruce Dern is in this film. There's a lot of um, uh, smaller characters who are, are pretty well-known actors. Um, I know that uh, just based on knowing you. Uh, Bruce Dern is the father of Laura Dern, whom I know is your favorite actor. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of focus on the music in this movie,
1: um, which I thought was interesting. Um, did you know that this was supposed to be straight to video? I did not know. It was that. supposed to go straight to Blockbuster, if you will. Wow, back in the day,
0: what a difference!
1: I don't know what changed it, but somebody decided to back it. And put was out, Charl- maybe they saw it and said, "Let's put it, let's let's distribute this." Was
0: that before or after Charlize Theron got involved?
1: It was after. Oh, interesting. Yeah. When they were filming it, it was supposed to be straight Fascinating. through. Fascinating. I think they saw it and then I I mean, you know, I'm going off of the cursory sure, three minutes sure, I yeah. had to look at it, but you know.
0: Um there is, if you are interested in I recommend watching this, it's an hour long um behind the scenes kind of documentary um on YouTube. It's from a YouTube channel called Tampa J. Um, which I think is probably a takeoff of Tampa Bay. Uh but Tampa J A Y, Tampa J. And it was, he uploaded it about six months ago. And it he goes to all the locations that the real world, lo, the real life locations of where these things happen. So he goes to um, the bar and the hotel in Daytona where they were at. And the bar, which is called uh, the Last Resort um, Biker Bar in Daytona. Um, they have a shrine to Eileen there, and they there's a TV behind the bar that, twen- for the entire time the bar is open, plays the movie Monster. And they have a shrine outside in the fire pit area. Um, they have uh, the bricks where the payphone is. The payphone's not there anymore because nobody uses payphones. But they got the bricks marked, and they've got one signed by Eileen uh, uh, and one under that says she was a rape victim. Basically, it is an homage to how Eileen is this amazing pop culture figure. And it is so yeah, weird much. to watch that documentary because they
1: show all the parts in the bar. You know, um, I don't know who played the the person that Selby was staying with uh, in the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. His, her father's friends. Yeah. yeah her, so her father's The woman. Um, she had a line in there that, I mean, I agree with half of it. Yeah. <laughs> But she said... Annie Corley paid, played her. She she plays this type of character in another movie. I just can't think of what it is. But she says, plenty of bad things happen to plenty of people, and they follow the light. Yeah. And I've always said that traumatic things happen to people, and they don't go off and kill other people. So, yes, terrible things happen to her, but that was not an excuse to openly kill people. Yeah. And maybe those shrines to should be to some of those victims. You know, like the guy, like she killed a, a detective, a retired cop, yeah, um, who clearly, according to the movie, was probably hiring prostitutes or sex workers because his wife was incapable of having sex, and he would just, you know, he loved his wife and he was with her, he would just go out and do these things to satisfy that urge, and and that's not a death sentence, yeah, you know, it's just. I don't know. Some some of those those killing scenes really got to me. Yeah. At one point, was
0: it um the the person who played her aunt, the house she was staying at? Um, was she also in Sea Biscuit? Is that the movie you saw her That's in? Not, oh, because no. she was in Sea Biscuit. Um, was it Free Willy Three? Because she was in
1: Free Willy Three. If it was, she seems to be like the kind of person that wanted to keep the whale in captivity. <laughs> the Bridges of Madison County. That's she... it. She's oh, the is daughter. It? Okay. She's a yes. daughter in Bridges of Madison County. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Check it. And she was kind of annoying in that. So watch I'm... Monster and then make it an Annie no, Corley I, I night and watch Bridget Jones. I want to recommend Bridget, this. Bridget. If, if you want Bridget. to realize how great Charlize Theron is, or, oh. or as you would say, Theron, um, if you want to know how great she is at this, watch any footage of Eileen Wernos. Before mm-hmm. you watch this movie, just watch oh any God. footage of it, yeah. and then go back. That scene where she's yelling at Selby and her eyes are bugging out, she's right in her face. That is, and then at the at the trial, she was the yeah. spitting image. It's, it's insane. scary
0: how similar they act and look. And I mean, I, I off the top of my head, I can't tell you who she was up against for the Oscar for this, but I can see why she won it. Yeah, Ab- 100%. I mean, this movie said. Hey, I'm a beautiful woman, but I'm also a damn fine actress, and you're going to fucking notice. You're going to stand up and notice. Two years after this, she did North Country. I don't know if you've ever seen that yeah. with Frances McDormand. She's amazing in that. She got nominated for an Oscar for that, too. Um, this movie really, really showed you know what kind of
1: actress she is. All right, real quick, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh, they, I mean, I, they all love this Can movie. Can I make I'm it ch- easy for you?
1: Sure. It's not what it should <laughs> be, and both the critics and audience is the same. Isn't that crazy? <gasps>
0: Terrible. I'm gonna say that okay, okay, because I know the, the I believe the only Oscar nomination this movie got was for Best Actress, um. So I'm gonna say maybe they maybe they didn't like the movie as a whole. Maybe they thought it was weird. Maybe they thought it was too lifetime maybe was movie. Too,
1: maybe it was too queer at the time.
0: Maybe, um. So let's go with the '70s with both 74 for critics, 75 for audiences,
1: 81 for both. Oh, all right. A little I would have thought it would have been in the '90s.
0: I do too. I mean, just the um. Um, the kind of the 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 history that this film has of you know being known for being the standout performance by Charlize Theron, I thought uh, I thought it would be higher.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Like yeah. we said, if you have any comments, you want to send us an email. Send it to wwn at watermarkonline And
0: tune in next week because it'll be a Harvey big old Firestein. Yeah, leak. big old Firestein episode. Uh, but until the Firestein, uh, the cork is back in the bottle.